Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin, and I am passionate about teaching you how to live a frugal, debt-free life. I keep things honest and real because life does not always fit inside of a cash envelope. So if you're looking for a non-judgmental space to talk about personal finance, welcome. Today, we're going to talk about setting healthy money boundaries. This is a tough one. Let's just dive in and get started. So this is the time of year when we are around friends and family more than we usually are. And that is great. It is so good, particularly after the last couple of years, to connect with our loved ones, to embrace them, to see them, to share our life with them. However, sometimes the topic of money and boundaries can come up and I want to give you some tools on how to handle those conversations gracefully while still standing your ground. So it, they used to say that in polite conversation, you do not discuss money, religion, or politics. But let's be honest, in 2021, we have forgotten what it's like to have polite conversation. And when you're able to post every thought and opinion on the internet immediately for the world to see... It makes people bold. People have gotten very bold. You know, it's really easy to sit behind a computer or a phone and say things, but I've also found that people don't have as much of a filter as they used to, even in face-to-face conversation. So let's talk about setting boundaries when it comes to financial conversations, particularly with family members who you don't see very often also particularly is a difficult word for me to say. Let's just get that out in the open. So I feel like when it comes to setting money boundaries, it is really important for you to know what your personal goals are. Because if you know what you want for your own future, you are less likely to be swayed by someone else's opinion, particularly the opinion of someone who you trust, love, and admire. And Not everyone, even people you love, have the same boundaries when it comes to money, the same goals when it comes to money, and the same comfort level when it comes to money. I have people who I love dearly who have advised me to finance a car, and that's just not something I am comfortable doing because that does not align with my goals. I've had family members I love attempt to give me investment advice, even when they have no clue what they're talking about. And sometimes these conversations just require a polite smile and a nod and just, mm -hmm, and moving on. But it's really important for you to know what you want with your own life and what your own financial goals are. So define those for yourself first. Okay, so let's talk about the setting of the boundaries. And first, we have to set a boundary about what we are willing to discuss and what we aren't. And maybe you are unwilling to discuss how much money you make, how much debt you have, how you're spending that money. Maybe you're building a house right now and your mom thinks you're spending too much money on it. Go ahead and if she brings it up, let her know, hey, mom. Thank you. I know you love me. I know that you are concerned about me, but this isn't something I really want to talk about today. I just want to enjoy our time together. Okay. 
But also, we have to set a boundary around our own thoughts because you may be sitting in your mother-in-law's living room looking at your husband's sister and thinking she spends so much money on crap she doesn't need and always complains about how broke she is. But before before you give your opinion on that, is it your place? What kind of relationship do you have with this person? Because the truth is they're an adult, you're an adult. You don't always know what's going on in someone's budget or pocketbook or finances or emotional and mental state. And it's not my job as a grown-up to tell other grown-ups how they can spend their money. And so I can have all the opinions I want to have, but if I don't want someone to put that on me, I definitely don't need to put that on them. And maybe you're in a situation Where you see that your parents have not made a retirement plan, they have not made a long-term care plan, and they're viewing you as their long-term care plan, this is definitely a conversation that you need to have with them. However, maybe Christmas morning is not the day to do that. And so if you have concerns with a loved one that you're going to have to potentially take care of one day, you do need to set time aside to talk to them about this because it does involve you. But there are times and there are places when that is appropriate. And I'm actually planning an entire podcast episode about that. I've had this conversation with my parents and I thought we could talk about how it went, but I'm saving that for another day. Okay, so let's talk about some of the issues that you might encounter being around friends and family when it comes to financial boundaries. Okay, so let's talk about some of the family members that you might encounter. First, the nosy Nelly. You know, where did you spend on this? What did you pay for that? How much was this? Where did you get that money? How are you able to afford that? This may be a person that you see very rarely that has way too many questions and way too many opinions, and there's nothing wrong with you saying, you know, I'm really not comfortable discussing finances with you and change the subject. Another person that you might encounter is the must be nicer, must be nice to buy a new car, must be nice to go on vacation, must be nice to live in this big fancy house. It's really easy to say it must be nice to a person and not understand all of the work that it took to get there, right? We just see the surface. We just see the pictures. We just see the living room we're invited into. We don't always see the blood, sweat, tears, grind, and hustle that it took that person to get to that position. And so if you encounter an it must be nicer, you can say something like, yeah, we are really fortunate to be in this position. We have worked really hard and we also know that we've been extremely blessed. You can say a lot when you cover your tone in grace and kindness and not defensiveness. The next person you may encounter is the unqualified advisor, the person who wants to tell you how to manage your money, even though they have no clue what they're talking about. And you know what? We all start somewhere. We're all learning new things, right? 
And a lot of the investment opportunities my generation had has weren't available to our parents until later. I was telling someone about this the other day that the Roth IRA wasn't available until like 1996, 1997. So by that point, our parents were well established in their careers and probably felt the need to catch up or the need to, um, you know, it's hard to learn new things basically is what I'm saying. And so sometimes people will want to give you financial advice when they don't have all of the information We don't have to become defensive. You don't have to take every piece of advice that's offered to you. A polite, "Mm -hmm, thank you, will go a long way. And that's usually all you have to say. You don't have to argue. You don't have to state your point. You can just nod your head and smile and say, okay. And usually the conversation will end there. And then there's the borrower. We all know the borrower, right? There's one family member who constantly needs to quote, borrow money, but you know, you're never going to see that money again. I did a whole episode on whether or not you should lend money to family members. And I'll just give you the condensed version. The answer is no. Instead, just give it to them. If you can, if you know, this person is in genuine need and you are in a situation where you can help them by all means, do what you need to do. Help them if you can. If this is a chronic situation where you continue to give them money, they continue to spend it poorly, and you're their personal ATM, this may be the time to set some firm boundaries with them and say, you know what, we have been happy to help you in the past, but it is not something that we're going to be able to do moving forward. Instead, here is a resource that may be able to help you and then give them an actual resource, whether it's a book or a link to a podcast or a therapist or a link to an article that you read, or maybe you're connecting them with a resource in your community that's going to help them learn how to budget. There's lots of resources out there that you can find. But if you realize that you've given and given and given and done your best and this person is not doing their best to change, at some point you do become an enabler and it's time to end that cycle. And I'm not a mental health expert or a therapist in any kind, but I have been in this situation firsthand where we've given and we've given and we've given and that person hasn't changed and we realized that they're they're not going to as long as they know that we're there to clean up that mess. You have to ask yourself if giving in this moment aligns with your values and look at the situation for what it is because every situation is going to be unique and no one can tell you how to handle everything all of the time. Okay, I hope this has been helpful to you. I realize that none of these conversations are fun to have, right? Setting boundaries isn't fun, but I saw a meme. I think it was shared by Sharon says so on Instagram. The only people who have issues with your boundaries are the ones that know those boundaries don't benefit them. And if a family member said to me, Lydia, I really don't want to talk about this topic unless it was a topic that I knew was causing them harm, that they needed to be plugged into some resources that would save them, I'm going to respect that. 
unless that boundary they're setting is one that causes them actual harm, we need to respect those boundaries and we deserve that respect in return. Okay, so that wraps up this episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you to everyone who has left a review of this podcast. If you haven't, I would really appreciate it if you do so. If you swipe over the artwork, wherever it is you're listening, you will be able to leave a review. Thank you so much. That is how people find it. Also, I would love to connect with you. You can find me at frugaldebtfreelife.com or you can find me on Instagram or YouTube. I'm Lydia Sin, L-Y-D-I-A-S-E-N-N. Thank you for being here. I love talking to you and I will talk to you soon.